This is Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Scott Bertram, and with me is Senator Mike Shirky, the Senate Majority Leader and 16th State Senate District Member, uh, representing Branch, Hillsdale, Jackson County's Senator, thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome, Scott, and I hope that we have at least one more time where we can have an interview before the end of the year, because after that, uh, your senator will be Jonathan Lindsay, I'm proud to, proud to announce. So uh, pre-announce, I should say. Yes. So, uh, but, but I hope you and I have at least one more conversation before the end of the year. I certainly hope so, too. And I'll begin by asking about that in a roundabout way. What's it like to be in an election cycle in which your name is not on the ballot? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been 13 years, and it's, uh, frankly, uh, pretty nice. You know, <laughs> uh, it, hasn't, it hasn't reduced the workload because I, my responsibility, of course, is to raise the resources necessary to return the majority in the, the Republican majority in the Senate, mm-hmm. which we've outperformed every, every uh, previous record. Uh, but we've got to work hard because these uh, new districts have created more challenging districts and more competitive districts than we've had in about 40 years. But I'm very, I'm very happy with the candidates we recruited. I'm exceedingly happy with the support they've received and the hard work they've put in. And I'm here, here to tell you that uh, uh, the Senate will be in, ch- uh, in the majority of the Republicans uh, come the first of the year. Senator, we are very close to Election Day at this point, and we we do have polls rolling in over the past two, three weeks, certainly trending toward Republicans on the statewide ballot, be it governor, be it secretary of state, be it attorney general. Is that the same feeling that you're getting as you talk to people on the ground? Uh, No question about it. Uh, I think uh, people have been frustrated and beyond about the focus on death and they need people to talk about hope, and that's precisely what uh, Tudor Dixon and Republican Slate have been talking about. Uh, and there's uh, very good, solid data indicating that the turnout amongst uh, uh, the Democrats is uh, not as energetic as that amongst the Republicans. And I think that portends very well for a good night, uh, Tuesday night. We may not know the full results until, you know, sometime Wednesday, but I think that... Uh, I think that Tudor is going to pull off a miraculous victory, uh, maybe even more miraculous and historic than when John Engler beat Jim Blanchard, mm-hmm. and he was behind by a double-digit points uh, in early in the September of that season. It's been an amazing process to watch, and uh, uh, Tudor has evolved and and uh, matured, and, uh, and and really really shamed our governor uh, in both of the um, the debates. And uh, it was clear then that the uh, governor was was uh, on her heels and worried about the election, and, and uh, it's, that trend has continued. So I'm very optimistic. I'm also optimistic about a couple of the proposals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little shy on uh, proposal two, which is a very important one to defeat. But I haven't seen the kind of effort to defeat it as I have for uh, proposal one and proposal three. Uh, my wife and my, I and our family have been very much focused on Proposal 3. We think that is the, one of the worst things that could ever happen to a state. And uh, that that trend is continuing to drive, uh, become very evident that that the people of Michigan are not going to stand for parents giving up all of their rights and kids being able to do whatever they want to do without letting their parents know. Uh, and then also, of course, the, the uh, portions of it that would allow... 
uh, abortions right up to the day of delivery and and uh, even worse. So I'm very optimistic, Scott. On the governor's race, Senator, were you as um, aghast as I was in that second debate, the most recent debate in which Governor Whitmer tried to present herself as a bipartisan, energy-loving, tax-cutting, opening schools uh, governor, uh, trying to, to, to rebrand herself in the span of 60 minutes? Uh, aghast would be saying it lightly. Uh, to me, that just re- represents her true, her true uh, spirit here. She has a hard time telling the truth, and she's gone from a dark-sided, uh, you know, uh, uh, basically a tyrant uh, in the first three years, through first two and a half years of her governorship, to now trying to become a soft-sided person who that's just not her net, not her nature. Uh, she has, I think, visited the House chambers once or twice and has never walked on the Senate floor in four years. And so this notion of bipartisanship is, uh, is a little bit fake. Of course, her comments on energy are completely disingenuous, and anybody that can and can see through those. And then, you know, there's not going to be, uh, we're not going to give up on pressing for all the mistakes and the deaths that occurred because of the mandates that were pressed upon us during uh, COVID, which we now know with 100% certainty were unreasonable and unnecessary and uh, have caused a lot of damage, particularly with our kids and their education system. When it comes to the attorney general's race, that seems to be a, a race that also has tightened very quickly here in the in the weeks leading up to election day. What do you think are the issues driving opinion in, in the attorney general's race, and why is it shifting again toward the Republican in the race? Well, uh, it's taken Matt DiPerno a fair amount of time to get his name ID out. He he did start out behind in terms of uh, fundraising. And of course, Dana Nessel has terrific name ID, whether it's positive or not, is a different question. Mm-hmm. But Matt has worked really hard. Uh, I endorsed him early on, uh, and uh, and he has demonstrated that he's a, you know, a very prolific campaigner. And I think people are just fed up with the gamesmanship and the partisanship. I mean, if there's any, any seat of the three at the top, Secretary of State, Attorney General, and Governor, if there's any seat that really, really needs to be uh, to, to leave partisanship aside, it should be the attorney general. And it's just the opposite. This attorney general has been ex- exceedingly partisan. And I think people have, across the spe- political spectrum have, have seen through that. And, and I think that's why Matt is picking up steam. And I believe Matt's going to win. I talked to Christina Caramo the other day, and that was a point that she really nailed uh, in her race, too, that the current Secretary of State is being far too partisan in the carrying out of her duties. Is that a theme, perhaps, across the board for the statewide candidates, that the partisanship in these seats have, has just been too much over the past three, four years? Yeah, I, don't th- I think people have, uh, across the state of Michigan have finally have been fed up with the, the, that exceedingly a partisan uh, management and leadership at those three levels, and that's the reason why these races have tightened up as they have, uh, despite the fact that uh, you know the governor is spending untold millions of dollars uh, from all across the nation and world, she's gotten contributions across the world uh, from nefarious sources that you and I probably wouldn't uh, necessarily want investing in Michigan. So uh, it's going to be a run to the end of the end, and uh, now it's up to the voters. You know, there's a few more days left for people to do some campaigning. We're going to be a big rally Friday night in uh, Macomb County for. Uh, our next governor, Tudor Dixon, 
and uh, and then we get through the weekend and we'll have to suffer through a whole bunch more TV ads and radio ads. But <laughs> uh, come Tuesday, come Tuesday, I think the uh, I think the outcome is going to be very favorable. State Senator Mike Shirky with us here, Radio Free Hillsdale, one hundred one point seven FM. Senator, you alluded to this earlier, but there is, of course, a, a remap that has has taken place. People are going to the polls and, and will perhaps see a different number for a House district or a Senate district as those maps have shifted and changed. What is your feeling as to where we end up in terms of House control, where we end up in terms of Senate control when the votes are counted on Tuesday? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be very bold in projecting that we'll have a Republican majority in both chambers uh, to, be, to uh, predict the margin is a little more problematic. Uh, but we know which, which districts we have to win to maintain majority, which, you know, I'll do, I, I will be delighted to have 20 uh, members returning, Republican members returning to the Senate uh, next year. And if we get more than 20, that's even better. But right now our focus is on that, and I think we've got that in the bag and maybe, maybe a couple of surprise races that people aren't paying attention to. As far as the House is concerned, uh, Jason Wentworth and his team have been campaigning um, marvelously and uh, I think they've got that well under control as well. I think the Democrats kind of took this thing for granted and expected it to be a, an easy pathway for them. And, and, uh, and I think uh, finally the, the, uh, the people in Michigan have, are, have uh, had enough, and they're going to step forward and say, we want to change. Final question for State Senator Mike Shirky with us here. Senator, we look a little more nationally towards the congressional races. There are a couple of hotly contested seats here in the state of Michigan. Again, I ask... How do you see those seats turning out on election night? I think uh, the Slotkin-Barrett race is going to be a nail-biter. There's nobody that works any harder than Tom Barrett. He's been a great colleague of mine in the Senate for the last almost four years now. He would make a terrific uh, congressman. He's got the right spirit, the right uh, values, uh, a wonderful family that supports him uh, tremendously. And uh, and I think his, his perspective on the role of government suits um, especially your listeners very well. And so I think uh, uh, Tom prevails in that one. Uh, John James is going to win. He's going to win uh, hands down with uh, Carmelinga, uh, which is a big pickup. And then the one in Kent County that everybody's paying attention to, uh, Gibbs, and uh, I forget his uh, opponent's name, but th- that one is also going to be, I think, t- tighter than what people expected. I think Gibbs has really picked up these last few weeks. So I think uh, Michigan is going to pick up at least three congressional seats, which will add to those across the nation, uh, giving the House of Representatives the gavel, of Republicans in the House of Representatives the gavel back, and so we can uh, put the stop to the abuse that we've been feeling from this, this current president we have. State Senator Mike Shirky, the Senate Majority Leader, 16th State Senate District. Find more at SenatorMikeShirky.com. Find him on Facebook as well. Senator, take the night off. Don't worry about your personal returns on Tuesday. Of course, I know you're concerned about others' returns, so there's still there's still some skin in the game. And I uh, hope we talk at least one more time before uh, before your time in office is done. I promise we will, Scott. Thank you. More of our interviews and conversations online. Go to RadioFreeHillsdale.com, click on Student Shows and Features. And I'm Scott Bertram on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.